0: Hi, this is Holly Crevo, the host of Chillin' Grace, the lifestyle podcast for child-free women chilling in their truth and gracefully inspiring others to do the same. As a certified coach who works with child-free women to step boldly into their choice of being child-free, it's always been super important for me to showcase women doing just that. There's so many inspiring, bold, courageous, awesome women out there leading fulfilling lives as child-free women and it's important for us to speak our truth to inspire others to do the same. Thank you for tuning in and I hope you enjoyed today's guest just as much as I did. Welcome to episode two of Chill and Grace. It is a Tuesday before Thanksgiving and I'm so excited we're going to be leaving later today to head to New Mexico to see my mom and stepdad and I'm just so excited to be spending time with friends and family and play games, be outside and eat all the green chili I can possibly handle. And if you are maybe not in that place, maybe you are stressed out, you've got some anxiety, you're really dreading Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's and all the stuff that comes with it. I still have time on my calendar for my holiday prank game calls. I think it's so important to pregame our holidays. And that means just you know what's going to happen. You know what causes you stress. You know what causes you angst. So let's put some action around it so that we can leave this holiday season with a joyful and grateful heart. So if you're struggling with maybe setting boundaries or making decisions or having difficult conversations, let's talk. You can book me at hollycrevo.com or through any of my social media web pages. And I really hope you can take advantage of this so that you can make this holiday like no other. Today's podcast is with Drunk Ann Overseas. I found her online and she has an amazing child free page that she produces. And it's just full of positive, inspiring, encouraging content for child free women. And I was immediately drawn to her and how she does such a wonderful job at creating a community for child free women to come together. So we had a great conversation about being child free her kind of process to fully come into it, including a breakup that she went through um, because she was so firm in her decisions. We talked about what inspired her to start the page and also kind of what our triggers are whenever we talk to people who question or make comments about our child-free status. So I hope you enjoy it just as much as I did and let's enjoy! <laughs> Alrighty, so I am super exci- excited to be spending my Thursday evening with a Drunk Ant overseas. Hi, hello. I know we tried to do this a couple mo- or about a month ago, and it didn't mm-hmm. work. But um, and this is our second try for this one. But I know that we're gonna make this work. It
1: I know. I'm committed. Happen. I'm committed. I hope that it works.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are committed to making this happen. So I kind of in my intro kind of explained a little about how I found you maybe if you just want to share a little bit about yourself because I know you a lot of people know you as a drunk ant overseas mm-hmm. but not a lot about who you are so if you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and then we'll kind of get into all the fun nitty-gritty mm-hmm. stuff here in a bit yeah
1: um okay
0: so I obviously run
1: the drunk aunt overseas Instagram page which I've been running for I don't know, it's maybe been close to a year now at this point. But um, I'm 30. I just turned 32. And I am, you know, really outspoken and proud to be child free. Um, I feel like I have felt like that my entire life. um, And I just kind of really wanted to create a platform where a lot of people could just be celebrated for that choice of just not wanting to have any children, rather than kind of being questioned for it. There are A ton of mom blogs out there, which is fine, but there was just really nothing out there for people that were child-free, and I felt like I'm spoken in my personal life about it, so I thought it would be good to kind of bring it into the social media world as well. And yeah, it's all it's it's been really great. There's been a ton of support, and the pages continue to grow beyond what I even thought it would. And um, it's nice to kind of hear everybody's stories and see all the different paths everyone is coming from, and yeah I'm really excited for you know what what the future will hold
0: that's awesome and one thing I I just commend you for your pages you always have such positive content it's always really supportive and that's just uh, that like was very inspiring for me to see so I commend you for kind of keeping it that type of platform for women oh
1: yeah thank you so much yeah the biggest thing is like I never want to be this page that bashes people that want to have kids because then there's already a stigma against people that don't want to have kids and it's like if we say we don't want them people who have them get offended and i never want it to you know i never want us to to make the page an easy target for people with kids mm-hmm. to kind of go like see look at all of them they're all judging us and that's not what it is it's just we're celebrating our own life over here. You guys can celebrate your life over there. And so I always want to try and keep it a really positive um, environment. And it's just better. Like I'm a positive person. I'm not trying to attack anybody, but I am trying to talk about how cool it is to not have kids.
0: Right, right. It's not a um, us versus them type thing. Right, exactly. Which is actually a funny something that somebody had, I kind of posted what people want to talk about. And somebody had mentioned that um, kind of the moms versus non-moms type yeah. of battle. And it's funny, yeah. I've even noticed on child free, there's like child free by choice, child free by circumstance. So it's just funny because yes. there's always some type of us versus them. Um but why was it kind of important for you to make sure your page wasn't like that?
1: Um I I feel like everybody runs everyone who has kind of like a social media page will run it based on kind of their own personality and mine is just like I'm gonna do my thing and you do your thing and I'm not gonna judge what you're doing and I would Mm -hmm. hope to get the same courtesy the biggest thing is just I want the same courtesy back so Mm -hmm. if people are having kids which a lot of people in my life do that's fantastic but when I say I don't want them I want the same respect back and I don't want it to be like all of these questions and kind of this disgust and this confusion. And yeah, so I I think it's, it attracts more people to have a positive page. I think it takes a lot of energy to kind of be spewing all of this hate, which I'm just, Mm -hmm. I've never been about. Um, And also it's just, you know, everybody's life is different and I would never expect that, you know, some people see the page and they don't like it and they, you know, feel as though having kids is the greatest thing ever and how could people don't want kids and how could you do that but I'm never gonna you know kind of stoop down to this level of being I don't know accused attacking people I guess has just never really been my style
0: Oh, absolutely. And I love what you said. Like, just extend me the same courtesy that I'm extending you yeah, for your choice very to have neat. kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't even have to be nice about it. Just don't say that's anything. Like <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, if you don't have anything nice to say, then don't
1: say anything at all. <laughs> but it's like dealing with this constant feeling of offense. And I think one of the biggest things is that when I say I don't want kids, people hear me say, like you're stupid for having kids and mm-hmm. it's not even remotely what i said i just said i don't want kids and that's it and it's like people somehow see themselves in in my shoes i guess and take full offense to that so it is a really frustrating position to be in
0: absolutely and what what's i kind of have my perspective but what is your perspective mm-hmm. on people that get that way when you kind of say hey i don't want kids and you just can immediately sense that they're kind of putting themselves in your shoes
1: um I my theory has always been if people are offended by the fact that I or other child free people don't want kids it is because secretly deep down they either wish that they didn't have kids or wish that they were as free as those of us who don't have them or wish that they knew that there was a choice in the matter and I'm definitely really Mm -hmm. passionate about that because I feel like you're only mad at somebody because they have what you want And Mm -hmm. I say, I don't want kids and somebody gets super upset and offended. It's like, well, now I know that this is kind of what you wish you had. And you're masking it by saying parenthood is the best thing ever. And it's great. And everything's perfect. If you're getting so upset about me saying, I don't want to have kids is definitely some sort of personal thing that's happening within your own life. And that's always kind of been my, my mindset when people get really up in arms about it, because there's no other reason why, someone would get so offended on a decision I'm making for my personal life
0: right no and I I yeah I totally agree and it's almost like it's um your choice like you said your choice is insulting to their choice and you're like no it's the Mm -hmm. choice it's not right your decision for your life and I think it's I even think back you know I probably all of us have done this and not even with child free just other things when something bothers you you're like Why does this bother me? And you're Mm like, oh, because I don't like this or I want – it's more personal because if you just say you don't care but it bothers you, you care. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So you have these people like they're so mad. You're like, if you were happy with your life, you would not care if I had zero babies or seven. Right. That's exactly – If you're so confident in your choice, you wouldn't – this wouldn't throw you off kilter because I don't want that in my life. (laughs) Right.
1: And I think that's the best response is when people say, Oh, cool. Good for you. And that's it. Just leave it at that. That's how you know that those people are like, okay, she doesn't want kids, but that is no reflection on my life. And that's, (laughs) that's a really big thing.
0: It's no judgment on my life because she's decided to live a life certain. So you had kind of mentioned that you were always pretty sure you were going to be child free. Um, Was that when you were the age where you started dating when you were a kid? Tell us a little bit about kind of just being confident in that choice.
1: Um, I mean, I always had, like when I was younger, and I think everybody does, it's just how kind of like young girls are conditioned, especially because I grew up where, you know, my parents got married super young, they did the whole traditional thing, like got married, bought a house, had kids. And so I grew up, you know, with two parents at home and was just kind of seeing that for myself as a little girl, and just naturally would kind of be like, when I grow up and have a family and have kids, but it was just kind of this blanket statement that I was mm-hmm. saying when I was like six and playing house, I didn't really put any weight to it. And it really was like anytime after, I guess, the age of probably 12, when I really started to get my own little independence and you kind of go into middle school and you make your own friends and you really start becoming who you are. I feel like at that point I... Kids were just never in the equation for me. It wasn't even like I thought about it and then I decided I didn't want them. Mm -hmm. It was just, I was kind of planning my life out and all these super cool things I wanted to do and I wanted to you know, go to college and I wanted to travel and I wanted to make friends and meet people and kids were never in that timeline. I was never like, oh, I have to do X, Y, and Z by this age so that I can have kids. It was just never a thought for me. And I guess it was really... In my late 20s when it was solidified, I was in a really long um, relationship and my ex-boyfriend definitely wanted kids and that was a non-negotiable for him. And that was the moment that I was kind of like, oh, this isn't going to work, you know, because it was like, you want them and you're not going to back down. And that sounds terrible to me and I know I don't want them. So I guess in my late 20s is when I was really faced with the decision prior Mm -hmm. to that. I had never really thought about it.
0: Oh, yeah. No, that makes perfect sense that it was always – I love that you kind of said that you never envisioned your future with them, Mm -hmm. um, which I think is kind of telling for people when they kind of make that choice is what do you envision your life to be. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it
1: was never one of – I know people who are like, I have to do all of this stuff before I turn 30 because I want to have kids, you know, when I'm 30, which is fine. Mm -hmm. But, like, I've never – that where I'm like I have to accomplish all of these things before this next
0: phase of my life like that was never in my plan and did you feel this was like a non-negotiable for you as well or did you think is this something I could do for somebody that I love
1: um I mean I thought about it a little bit because we were kind of doing the whole like looking for a house and just talking about next steps. We weren't engaged or anything, but we had been together for several years and had an apartment together, had a dog together on all of this stuff. And so it was kind of like we were talking about these next steps. And again, that's when I was really faced um, with it. And I, I mean, I did, I, I didn't think about it in the way like maybe I could have kids. I thought about it in the way, like, what am I going to do now? Because mm-hmm. having kids mm-hmm. is not an option. And I was just like, I knew I could never do it and I never wanted to do it. And it was even harder because uh, my ex-boyfriend in no way was ever trying to pressure me, but he was under the assumption that like every girl kind of (laughs) has this fear. So he was like, I think you're just scared. I think, you know, I think you're just worried, but once you have the kid, it will be fine. And it just, it was so much deeper than that for me. I was just like, there's so much I want to do. And to me, having a kid is just kind of closing the door on, like, all of this stuff that I have yet to experience in life. And that was
0: super terrifying to me. Oh, my goodness. I commend you for kind of standing your ground on what you wanted, especially when it kind of meant probably losing somebody important to you. So, yeah, kudos you. for yeah, you. It was, really, it was difficult, but I mean, it was kind of one of those things
1: where you just it the course of your life changes like it does to everybody. And that mm-hmm. was kind of my big moment where I was like, OK, I guess this is my new path that I'm going on. And, you know, I'm definitely not going to change my, my outlook on life or my, what I want for anybody.
0: Right. Well, it's interesting. Cause like, he, you, you know, he thought that, which I think is a very common um, misconception is that all women want to have babies are just scared or the time's mm-hmm. not right. Or they had a, haven't found the right partner or they, yeah. you know, they just don't <laughs> They may not want it till they have it, and then they'll love it. And you're like, that seems like a big risk. Yeah, to hey, <laughs> I know that like, seems like really thing risky, but too. it's oh like, what if yeah, I, I
1: do A lot of people do that too, and it's really scary because, like, luckily for me, I'm just like really stubborn anyway. So I'm just like, that's not true. But I think a lot of people would be like, you know what? You're right. Like, I think I am just scared. And then they have the baby, and it's like, oh, this is terrible, and then you can't give it right. back. So. It's like... <laughs> Then it's kind of like, okay, how do I make do with this new situation that I didn't one hundred percent want?
0: Well, and what a terrible feeling to feel so trapped, right? Because you are like, I knew better. This isn't what yeah, I wanted. Exactly. Like, exactly. I trust myself. Um, you know, you t- you know, you said you had a lot of support. Did you have any? Like, what was your family support, friend support like? As they kind of realized, hey, this is something she's serious about.
1: Uh, my family actually was pretty good about it. And I think it's because, and I, I think I said this, I, po- I post about this every once in a while, but I am the youngest. Um, I have three o- older siblings, two of which have kids. And so that was like a perfect buffer for me because it was like my sister, um, she like um, she kind of followed in my parents' footsteps where she got married kind of youngish and had kids and did the whole thing. And so she has three kids. And so my parents obviously were like, this is awesome. And then my brother recently, just him and his, my sister-in-law just had a kid. So it works in my favor because I don't, I don't have this constant pressure, Mm -hmm. but even prior to that, I mean, my parents always know that I'm kind of like marching to the beat of my own drum. I've always kind of been, you know, like a really kind of like, I'm going to do what I want to do type of person. And so I think they knew like, okay we can mention this to her and on occasion they they will say things like you'd be such a good mom and blah 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 and but they don't push it Mm -hmm. you know the way that a lot of parents do they they just kind of say it offhand and then they move along and so during the breakup especially um you know they were very supportive and they knew like we were just on two different paths
0: and they luckily weren't you know hysterical over it right and you got to be the drunk aunt overseas right like <laughs> yeah I- <laughs> everybody likes the fun aunt that's what I mean it's like the role I
1: was born to play because it's just like okay I love hanging out with my niece and nephews but I also
0: love saying goodbye to them after <laughs> right I know we go to friends houses and they all have kids and it's the meltdown happens every kids are screaming and we're like all right it was fun bye see you later and there's this, yes. like a look of longing like take me with you yeah <laughs> yeah we have a spare room if you can leave your i don't care come <laughs> over we, we're fine that's so <laughs> funny yeah it's really nice to be able to
1: kind of do the whole thing you get you kind of like get to go in and you get to go out and that's the best part <laughs> you get to be around kids for a while and then you can go home to your piece and be like oh
0: wow that was a lot of work and that's it <laughs> Well, it is funny when people are like, but you're so good with kids. I'm like, because you see me in like our allotments. Like, I don't know that I would be great all day. Maybe I would, but I'm like, you see me because I know I get to go home and sleep
1: or get to do what I want to do when I get home. (laughs) Yeah. That's such a big thing. People are like, you're so good with them. It's because like, I don't have them. That's why I'm so good with them (laughs) is because this is, this isn't my whole life. This is just a part of it. So I can be fun and I'm not exhausted because this isn't like a full-time thing for me. Right,
0: right. And, you know, talking about that, I think somebody else had mentioned through Instagram talking about, you know, the probably misconception that child-free people hate kids. Um, I do know there are, from the message boards I see in groups, are people that do have want nothing, they hate kids, they want nothing to do with kids, (laughs) all that. Mm -hmm. But how do you feel, like, do you feel like you get that perception pushed on you from people? Like, have you heard that? Or what's your kind of thought on that misconception?
1: Um yeah it's funny you say that cuz i did i posted today and i do like this numbers thing where i'm like where are you on the scale of not wanting oh the natalist or, or anti natalist yeah. right yeah yeah so i basically start with like number 1 is i don't have kids but i love kids and then um i went all the way down to like you know i mean it just kind of goes down the line but one of them was i don't have kids and i hate and i hate kids basically <laughs> and that's fine i mean that's the thing is like we I don't like the, the kind of like misconception that everyone in the world just like should love kids, regardless of whether you have them or not. Mm -hmm. Just like, they're so cute and look at them. But it's like, some people just don't like them and that's completely fine. Mm -hmm. Um, And for me, yeah, I do, I do get that. And it's interesting because I will say I don't want kids and then in a weird situation, the person I said that to and I will somehow like be around a kid. Like we'll be at the store and the kid is like staring at me and I and I wave back or something. And they're like, oh, see, like you you do like kids. And I'm like, yes, I do like them, but that doesn't mean that I want to have them. And it's like those two things don't go hand in hand. I I like most kids. I mean obviously I like the ones I'm related to the most, but just because I like them does not mean I want them around all the time and it's very interesting how it's like all or nothing Mm -hmm. kind of stereotypes where it's like you either want them and you love them or like you don't have them but you wish you did and it's just kind of it's it's definitely frustrating but yeah I've experienced that quite
0: often well and it's been interesting to me since I started really focusing on working with you know kind of women stepping into this decision and being bold and they're life is that i've had a couple of friends talk to me and they're like oh you know we may have another baby or talk about their kids like but i know you're not into that and i'm I'm like no 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 i i'm into it for you right yeah like i will support you i will like i will be there but like i don't want that so it is a very interesting like you said just because it's almost like yeah i can hammer a nail in a house i'm not going to build a house like right right i can like them but not want them so i think that's an interesting um, but I think it, maybe it makes people feel better. Like, okay, you don't hate kids cause you're a monster if you hate kids, but you're like, no, right. <laughs> we all don't have to love kids or hate kids or dogs or cats or whatever it is.
1: Yeah. It's funny that it's like, if you don't like a certain thing that is just like generally accepted and loved by the rest of society, you're like some kind of crazy person because right. it's like, who, where is it written that like, we are supposed to love kids. Cause like, they can be kind of obnoxious <laughs> depending <laughs> on which kid it is. And it's okay to say that and it's okay to not like kids. And it's frustrating when you're somebody that's child-free and you do like kids. You just don't want them. And you kind of have people just lump you into the group of, of somebody that just, like, hates everything
0: child-related. Right, right. Yeah, it's. do you think that's just the way our society is or you think that's especially – um prominent with child
1: free um I think it's I think it's pretty prominent with the child free group um only because this whole concept of being child free is still looked at as like the weirdest thing ever by a lot of people it's almost like we're kind of like this alien species where they're like what do you mean like you're not having kids I don't get it and so I think (laughs) with that comes like all of these preconceived notions and like these Mm, misconceptions mm -hmm. about how we feel about about stuff and I wish people would just ask like people just don't ask anymore and say oh you don't want kids like why is that or just kind of like inquiring in a general way rather Mm -hmm. than you know being so kind of like repulsed by the idea
0: no absolutely it was funny I was talking to um, a guy I know and I was telling him what I do and he goes well, that's not, like, a thing. Like, that's, I don't want really <laughs> have that's a thing. And so I talked with him for, like, 20 minutes. And it was, like, fine. He wasn't combative. And we talked for, like, 10, 15 minutes. And we were, like, at a happy hour. And by the end, he comes he yeah. to me and goes, that's really cool. Like, I get it. Oh, and I can see so where cool. that would be helpful. It was just sweet because he, like, I guess, you know, maybe his wife always wanted kids. His sister, maybe he had just never seen it. Mm-hmm. But I, I love that he just took the time to be like, okay, I get it. Like, that's not yes. for my family, maybe. But, like, good for you for recognizing that i guess yeah
1: i love that i wish that there was more of that because there would be so much more connection and positive conversations and understanding and it's it's hard to find people that are like oh i get it okay like that's you and that has no reflection on me but like good for you i wish there was more of that
0: mm-hmm. oh i for everything right In this yeah i know just, <laughs> yeah. all of it yeah So how do you handle or have you really faced kind of the rude comments or not even blatantly rude, just kind of like, well, why not? You're Mm going to regret it. How do you handle those types of comments from people?
1: Um, Well, the the, you're going to regret it comment is like my like trigger comment because I think it's so Hmm. rude when people say that because it's like the one little piece of ammo I feel like people have. So mm. like make us feel like maybe our life is going to be terrible. And I hate that. Cause it's like, that's the only reason people say that is like, you're going to regret it. And it's almost like, I hope you do regret it. <laughs> and I hate that because it's, it's one is just super offensive. And two, it's kind of like putting this little like nugget into people's heads and being like, wait, am I going to regret it? Should I, should I change all of this? Should I not do it? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really, it's frustrating. That's a big one for me. Um, I mean, the other negative comment that I get a lot is the, what are you going to do when you get old? Like, mm, that's mm-hmm. like, uh, that. those are like my two, <laughs> where like, depending on like the day, I'm like, do I want to get on my soapbox and like go on this speech, or do I just want to <laughs> keep walking? But yeah, I mean, you can deal with them, I guess like a couple of ways like a lot of ways you can just be like well that's for me to figure out not you and kind of like keep it moving keep it short Mm -hmm. but also I think it's a really good opportunity to kind of educate people that especially the who is going to take care of you when you get old like first of all if I were going to have kids that's not why like I wouldn't have them so that I have like caretakers right right also there's no guarantee that when you do get old your children will take care of you which is why like we have nursing homes that are like at capacity and making a ton of money and it's just kind of one of those frustrating things where I I struggle between do I want to kind of like educate these people or Mm -hmm. do I want to just walk away and not waste my energy I mean the negative comments are always going to happen and I think it's just a matter of responding to them In a constructive way, not getting you know super emotional about it, which can happen, but really standing your ground and not letting anybody make you feel insecure about the choice you made for your own life.
0: Oh, I love that, and a a lot of that just comes from, like you know, you're maybe on the spectrum of a spectrum, somebody who knew, but for somebody maybe who isn't quite sure, it's just kind of getting clarity and confidence around that decision, right? Because I think that anytime you're not confident, then those can like really trigger you they can make you spiral if you're not like a hundred percent sure in your decision yeah and confident yeah. to be like yeah I mean I may regret it and I've thought about this like I very well mal- wait I very well may regret this but mm-hmm. I think I would definitely regret having children <laughs> well, so yeah, that's which, the which is it's, the worst right because I'm like I yeah. don't want to do it so I may but that's like the choice I'm making at this point in my life
1: of yeah what will work for me. Like,
0: and, and I, I just don't understand
1: why that person cares if I'm going to regret it. That's, like, my biggest mm, thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's something I will live with if I have to regret it. I will live with the regret, not you. So it's, <laughs> like, I don't understand why. And it's, I don't know. Like, I like I could go on to, like, a whole thing about it. Because I get right. all like, fired up when people say it. Because it's, there's just so much wrong with that question. And I feel like it's just, like, a little dig for people that are child free because it's like you're going to regret not making this huge decision and you're going to be all alone in life and it's it's just a really frustrating thing to say to people
0: well you know it's mean <laughs> like it's yeah, kind it of really just a mean thing mean. to say because there's no <laughs> purpose or constructive anything with it right it's like right you're gonna regret buying that dress or you're gonna regret yeah. making that decision you're like Well, that's kind of snarky. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I think, like, that's that's a general fear of just... And not just with kids, but anything in life. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, nobody ever wants to live with regrets. Like, we don't want to be, like, on our deathbed and be like, I wish I did that one thing. And I feel like people know that and they use it against us by being like, you're going to regret it. And that's just, like, such a crappy thing to say to people because then (sighs) you kind of have to be like, am I going to regret it? And some of us are... Still, I mean, some of the people are still very new in their child-free kind of like lifestyle, and it's mm-hmm. a sensitive place to be. So, oh, yeah, like you're going to regret it. I mean, that kind of can derail every all the confidence
0: that they've built up about this decision. Oh my gosh, a hundred percent. And I think that's probably one of the bigger ones is the regret, right? Like you said, yeah. we all regret it. But they're child-free. I've got friends who have one kid, and they're like, "Do am I going to regret not giving my child a sibling?" And it's like, exactly. But like you said, this people knew, you know, speaking of people like new in their journey, um, you know, if you were somebody, what advice would you give to somebody that's kind of like starting to think, I don't know if I do want kids, even though everybody in my life is telling me I need to. What kind of advice would you share to somebody like that? Um, I mean, the biggest thing that
1: I preach is that <laughs> you should not have kids unless you are like 5 trillion percent sure you want them. Mm-hmm. Because... It's such. It's obviously a very permanent thing. It's a huge lifestyle change, and I just think no matter what all the outside voices are saying, when it really comes down to it, like they're not going to raise your kid for you. So if they say you should have them, you should have them. I want grandkids. I want you know a niece or whatever. Like just remember that when it's two in the morning, three in the morning, and like you can't sleep and your kid is sick and you're having a hard time, and maybe you're sick, and you or you have to work late, or just all of these mm-hmm. life circumstances, these people around you who are saying, have kids have kids are not going to be like in the nitty gritty of it and really like taking care of that kid, it's going to be you and hopefully your partner. Um, but it's really a big, big thing. And so I feel like Even, like, 99% sure is not enough for me. Like, you have to be, like, Mm -hmm. like thousand, you know, million percent sure because it is it's a permanent thing and it is a huge change. And if you're on board with that, then absolutely do it. But if you're still kind of like, should I do it? I don't know. Then to me, that means you're not ready. If you're questioning it, then I don't think that you're ready. And I feel like it's okay to not be ready and it's okay to be, like, this may not be the time for, for me to do it. But, um, you know, I I just think it's something really serious to think about. It's not like, you know, I don't know, I can't even compare it to anything else. It's probably unlike anything else in the Mm -hmm. world. So it's really something very serious and the child is with you forever. When they turn 18, I don't really think that matters. Like, I'm 32 and I still ask my parents for a bunch of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's, it's right. a very permanent thing and it's not, it's not a decision to be taken lightly. And it is one that you can only, you can make for your own life.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I think, you know, like you said, it's, whether it's society your parents, your cousins, the stranger at the grocery store, nobody's, mm-hmm. nobody's the parent of that kid except you. So like you exactly, said, nobody don't like let yourself make that statement of who you want to be, you know, with either women I work with or, you know, I did a big survey and I had like 150 women respond. And I was not shocked. I was like in awe of how much decision and how much time and how much thoughtfulness went into the decision to not have kids. And Mm -hmm. I think that people think, oh, you just don't want them. You don't have them. And I'm like, no, a lot of women like really go to therapy, work, you know, lose spouse. People put a lot of thought into this. So I always find it so, you know, kind of infuriating when people are like, well, give it some thought. And you're like, this is probably the most thought, out decisions some of these women have ever made right probably right, a yeah. lot more than people that have kids even a lot because a lot of times mm-hmm. it's like we'll go off birth control and see what happens which is fine i'm not right that's not a judgmental but i'm saying somebody like to not have a kid there's like it's a lot of thought um, mm-hmm. and time put into this like you said because it is a decision probably like no other yeah it's
1: i think it's probably one of the biggest decisions if not the biggest one you could ever make for your own life and i i think a lot of people too think I'm going to have kids and like, I'm still going to do everything I'm doing now. So another thing too is like write down all the things that you do now that are kind of like a luxury, like sleeping in on the weekends, having a coffee uninterrupted or reading or whatever, make a list and write all of that stuff down and then like cross out like all of it. (laughs) Because I feel like having a kid and okay, some people once some I'm not going to say like you're going to have a kid and you're never going to be able to have coffee at peace again but it's just one of those things where all of these things you're so used to doing uninterrupted it's not going to be like that when you have a kid and I think that a lot of people are under the assumption that they'll have one kid but they'll still maintain their lifestyle that they've had that they had prior Mm -hmm. and sometimes okay it does happen I'm not going to say never but it's really difficult and I think it's something to really be aware of
0: absolutely I think that's great because I think we probably um one it's like what we see on social media right which is always like the best parts it's oh what we gosh. share with people yeah. so so many moms probably don't share the real truth about how hard it is and how like you know the struggles mm-hmm. and so I think so many walk into it and they're like oh my god why didn't they tell me this was a shit show yeah. nobody told <laughs> me this they all said <laughs> it was know. great And they're like, that's not fair. So I think it's like, which is great. Like it's, I know like people love being parents, but it's like, you got to be ready for that to make that decision.
1: Yeah. I feel like parents only give it, only tell the truth to other parents. Like they have like their little thing where they go have wine and they're like, oh my gosh, it's so hard. There's so much going on. I feel like that's a parent to parent conversation, but it's like when it's a parent to a non-parent, they're like, everything's fantastic you should have one (laughs) yeah exactly you should have one this is the best thing I've ever done because it's almost like they don't want to appear weak and you you don't want to appear that you're struggling or failing or whatever that's why I really commend you know a lot of women who have kids and they're like yeah it's actually really really hard Mm -hmm. (laughs) I really commend that honesty I love the honesty because it's like more people need to hear this it is not like Instagram pictures at thanksgiving with matching outfits and all cute like it's there's a lot of stuff
0: happening and i wish that that was more of a reality for all of us absolutely we and this is like you talked about how kind of like regret being kind of like your trigger this one that always kind of like triggers me is like the word selfish right um you know they're like well you're selfish for not having kids and that holds like zero weight like zero weight with me because I'm like you can call me selfish for not like adopting a dog that's out in the world or you can even maybe call me Mm -hmm. selfish for not adopting a child that is has no family out in the world right like yes yes you don't get to call me selfish because I don't breed make life bring it into the world and then like take care it's just I it's not I don't know I don't know if I'm doing a great job explaining it but that always just kind of goes all over me because it's like but you're choosing to make life and bring it into the world
1: Right. Um, and,
0: yeah, and I feel like, yeah,
1: that's, like, a big one for me, too. <laughs> and I'm, like, okay, I'm I'm trying not to, like, I had...
0: I'm, like, sweating right now. <laughs> you
1: no, know, I had some wine before this, too, and I'm, like, and I feel like I'm, like, rambling a little bit. More. <laughs> but I definitely feel like the selfish thing is really hard to hear as well Mm -hmm. because before being like hundred percent honest I feel like having a child when you ask people why do you want to have a kid Mm -hmm. it's like oh I want to do this I want to have a mini version of me I want to preserve my birthright I want to do this but everything always starts with I so like when you really think about it having a kid in its own way can be selfish I don't understand how not having one right is, it's selfish it's very strange and on the <sighs> other hand I feel like if people want to say that about me in my life then that's fine because it's my life and I have every right to be selfish mm, because mm-hmm. I'm not living for anyone but myself so if I want to spend all my money on myself and if I want to go get get, treat myself to a massage and do all of this stuff because I can like I don't understand how I'm hurting anybody else because it's my individual life that I was given
0: right it's not like you um had a baby and then you didn't take care of it that's like pretty terrible and selfish That's okay, but it's um I'm purposely not bringing a life into the world that I don't know that I want to bring into the world I think
1: it's like a you're not doing your part in society it's one of those types of weird things where it's like that's it's selfish you're not like doing what the rest of us do and it's it's a really strange kind of like skewed concept I'll never understand why people say that it's like the last kind of like insult that they can hurl our way and it's very weird and yeah it shouldn't really hold any weight with anybody because it's just a silly thing to say (laughs)
0: I love it right we're just not gonna even give that any credit yeah, it's just just a silly like, it's a silly thing to say yeah. you know so what the drunk and overseas what why did you pick that name for your page uh
1: I had just gotten back from Norway and <gasps> um yeah and I was just kind of like randomly on Instagram which is now, I mean, it's not as bad as Facebook was, which I'm not even on that anymore, but Instagram was kind of turning into like all these baby announcements because it was like during the holidays, Mm. everyone's getting ready to do like the gender reveals and all the stuff and um, so there was just a lot of that on my social media feed and I was drinking and like (laughs) I don't know, (laughs) like I'm an aunt and I was just kind of put
0: the name together and I was like, this sounds good. (laughs) that's awesome I well I love it because I think we've all been the drunken overseas (laughs) before (laughs) what what's been the most like inspiring thing that you've seen starting
1: your page Um, oh my gosh there's so many it's it's unreal I guess a couple of things some one one big one is a lot of people messaging me just like thanking me so much for the page and telling me like Mm -hmm. they they found their people and they didn't know that there were like-minded people out there which is so crazy to me but it does make sense because this isn't something that I think we talk about and celebrate a lot and the fact that they were like I didn't know there were other people like me out there as if this is as if we're so like (laughs) you know like an alien (laughs) alien species I guess it, it's just really cool to get those messages and have people say, wow, I found my group. This is amazing. Um, you know, I've gotten messages from people that actually had an intention to have kids, but weren't able to for various reasons um, and are now kind of like settling in in their child free mm-hmm. life, their unexpected mm-hmm. child free life. So that's really cool because they're kind of like, look at all of these things, you know, that I can do. And okay, I went through this very hard time but here's this page celebrating not having kids. And I'm really excited for what the future holds. Um, And then I have a couple moms on my page, which is just like awesome and hilarious to me. Like I just got a message from one before this podcast and they're like, yeah, I have two kids, but I love your page. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that. I think it's just cool because I I just kind of celebrate the child free life and whether you're child-free by choice or not by choice or whether you have kids or whether you don't know i just try and make it a really positive place and i i think it's just been really overwhelming
0: oh well, I lo- and i love that you you just did the whole spectrum right like child-free by choice by circumstance and those are mm-hmm. kids that we can all like be you know on one platform and all find the appreciation yeah of everybody's yeah. different because i i have found that there um like negative child free stuff out there that yeah yeah feels like like it claims to be loving child free but I'm like <clears throat> I'm so mad about everything like I don't yeah it makes us I look bad too. <laughs> yeah I'm like I don't hate all kids like oh my gosh oh, I, know, like, I don't want yeah. one but they're not all yeah. terrible
1: Right, yeah, I've definitely gotten I messages it. like that too, where people are like, "Thanks for keeping it like positive," because there are a couple pages and like no hate, obviously, to any page that's a little bit more aggressive than me. But right, I just I do think that it's like I don't know. I just feel like I'm I'm trying to like rebrand being child free by choice, <laughs> and like being super angry about it is just like not a good. It's well, not the brand you do want. want to... To us. Yeah, and then no one right. wants to listen to us, and and it's just kind of it's hard. It's hard enough being child free and being outspoken. And the last thing you want to do is have people look at you, look down at you because of like your attitude about it.
0: Right, and um, you said something about people. Just lost my train of thought. The people finding you. Oh, like I guess my how many do you have? A lot of child free friends in your life, like that are, <clears throat> not,
1: like um, that are of your friends yeah I do at this point I'm still uh it's it's gonna change definitely like within the next year mm-hmm. like two, my third kind of best friend and like my college girl group is getting married this summer the other two are already married so now I think it's gonna start really happening I'm kind of we're kind of mm-hmm. in like the final stages of no one having kids <laughs> and I'm just waiting to get that call like every time one of my friends calls I'm like are you pregnant is that why you're calling me? Because <laughs> I'm just kind of <laughs> waiting for it to right. happen, and I think then it's going to happen like dominoes, and it's going to be like one after the other. And then I will definitely be kind of like on an island by myself. But I'm I've been mentally preparing for it, and you know if it happens, it happens. And obviously there there will definitely be a divide, especially if they all have kids around the same time, because I'm going to mm-hmm. be you know kind of left out. But at the same time, I mean, it's just an excuse to kind of meet more people and make more child free friends and, you know, continue to cherish those friendships as, as well, of course, but just understand, too, that the dynamic may change. And, you know, that's that's OK.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. it's interesting because I had between the podcast I'm doing and the clients I work with, but I realized me personally, like I don't have a lot of child free by choice friends. It's really mm-hmm. interesting. And so when, when you start to have these conversations, you're like, oh, it feels good to talk to somebody who gets it. Right. So I think yeah, that's what absolutely. your page does is for people that, you know, and I cherish all my friends. I love them all. I wouldn't trade mm-hmm. them for anything, but like right. it's just a different conversation with a mom of three or somebody who hasn't been able to get pregnant to like have exactly. this conversation. So exactly. I love yeah. that that's what you've kind of done is create this, Um, online community
1: of Mm -hmm. those yeah it's
0: been really fantastic and I feel like
1: people can connect whether they are child free not by choice or they are child free fully by choice or they don't know like everyone finds somebody that they can connect with and I think it's been a really positive experience
0: where do you see this page going do you want to do anything different with it or just kind of keep on growing it
1: um I really don't know it's already it's it's funny I really thought that like this would just kind of be like this little page that maybe I have like 100 people on it or something. So it's really exploded more than I could have imagined. Um, I mean, I have no idea I keep saying I, I keep mentioning, like, I need to be consistent with a podcast, which everyone on the page is going to be like, yeah, she said that. And like, where is it? <laughs> but it, <laughs> it's like, you know, I, I don't know, I kind of want to keep growing the page, I would love this is my ultimate goal is to like do some sort of child-free meetup somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I've been able to facilitate a few people on the page meeting up just because obviously they live close to one another, but I think it would be so awesome if we could like really plan a big child-free retreat for everybody. People could come from all different areas and we could all find a somewhat central place to meet up and, and just share stories and, you know, I think that would be, that's kind of like my ultimate, ultimate goal of the page. But other than that, I really just want it to keep growing and I want to keep meeting people and talking with them and, you know, just kind of making sure that being child free is more celebrated and yeah, I mean, it's it's been awesome so far. I love that.
0: Well, we can, let's talk offline. Maybe we can plan something. That could be our dream is to plan Yay! some type That would be fantastic. That would be yeah, so I fun. I love that. We actually, there's a group I found on Meetup. I'm in Austin, Texas and it's, um. It's called Babes Without Babes. Oh my gosh, I love that. And I think there's one in Canada and then one here. I don't think there's a lot, but it's, but it's, I've gone to like a couple happy hours of brunch and they will plan hikes or sushi. And it's, just, it's been really neat. All sorts of different women, married, single, um, younger, older. So it's, but it's cute. It's called like Babes Without Babes.
1: Oh, I like that. I <laughs> wonder if like they have meetups in my area, but it's strange because it's like none of them are strictly child free. So I don't hmm. know if that, I mean, definitely that's something I could look into
0: like starting, but I do, I love like the babes without babes. That's like a really good title. <laughs> it's like a fun, right? You're like, I'm a babe. I am feel like I may be getting a little too old to be called babe, but it's all right. I'll get with it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I think there definitely needs to be more child-free meetups and, and just being able to celebrate the fact that we don't all have kids. And I I think it would be awesome to just play in this huge retreat somewhere and and just kind of get to meet everybody in person it'd be really nice
0: that's awesome i love that kind of just a bigger community of a safe place and inclusive to kind of yeah feel like our stories aren't normal or not normal aren't weird and it's okay and that we can be awesome kick-ass women doing our thing with no kiddos absolutely absolutely well anything else you want to chat through before we wrap up for the evening well i just want to say i'm glad that we didn't have any technical
1: (laughs) problems this has gone well
0: i know I like, like knock yay, on a... we made it we made it. i know it.
1: right imagine imagine it like cuts right now that would be awful oh, right. um yeah i i mean thank you so much for you know for um allowing me to take part in your podcast i think it's awesome and can't wait to listen and listen in on the you know many more that i'm sure that you'll do and i guess the final note is just me sending out all this love and positive energy to those that are child free and you know hoping that whether you're out kind of and your family knows about it or whether you're still really nervous about telling your family just know that online you have a support system whether it's my page or someone else's um you have a support system you're not alone you're not there's nothing wrong with you and I definitely think that being child free is something to be celebrated so if you're feeling alone and you're feeling like you're having a day, definitely find one of these pages and just reach out and just, you know, enjoy all of the support that you get because we're definitely here to lift one another
0: up. So uh, yeah, absolutely. It. And thank you for sharing your time. I think the more of us that can speak our truth and give power to what we're able to do and. Normalize this child-free life; the better it is for those people out there who are struggling, and like you said, who maybe haven't come out, have come out of the closet yet, and that they want to be child-free is just huge. So, thank you for sharing more of your story as well. Thank you so much for tuning into my podcast with Drunk Ann Overseas. I hope you found it encouraging, inspiring, and felt a familiarity with our conversation of being child-free women. If you are still struggling with being child-free, maybe you haven't stepped fully into your truth or you're struggling with how to tell family members or what this life looks like for you, I would love to work with you. You can book a complimentary session on my website, HollyCrevo.com, and we'll really get to work out what it means for you to be child-free and how you want to live your life. I would love to help you fully step into this decision so you can live a bold and courageous life. Thanks again for tuning in and have a wonderful Thanksgiving.